0: Change everything my my heart my mouth is.
1: Everything comes up Deegan with his first ever Supercross win. Welcome to the danger zone, baby.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Title 24 presented by NBC Sports. I'm Ricky Carmichael. I am remote here at Gatorback Psycho Park. And I have our co-host, as always, my man, Ryan Villapoto. And uh, yeah, RV, I'm out here at a very historic racetrack. I know that you have been here. Um, I love this place. I haven't ridden here since like uh, 2002, I believe it was. (laughs) No, actually 2000. So a long time ago. Uh, but always fun to come back here to Gatorback, and uh, I'm here for the Triumph uh, Global Press Launch for their uh, their new bike. So we have a whole bunch of people here uh, from from the globe uh, today. Happens to be the, all the U.S. press, so we're excited about it, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, before we get going, we got a great show for you guys. Before we get going, as always, we got to thank our great sponsors, uh, United Motorsports. Boxo USA, quadlock Case, and Dunlop Tires. Dunlop is a new partner this year, so glad to have uh, Dunlop on board. And uh, RV, it was uh, an incredible weekend, uh, a lot of drama, some unfortunate circumstances, and um, I'm going to hop right into it. Yeah, let's and, do it. Uh, yeah, Preston, Preston Harvey, lots of mistakes by uh, race leaders. Is this due to the less experience or the track being gnarly? What do you think, dude?
3: Well, Ricky, um, yeah, there was a lot going on this weekend. Big, uh, big, big weekend for just, I think, some points. We got, yeah. the, the, the points are now, now closer um, in both mm-hmm. classes. Um, you know, lots of mistakes. I looked at the track. I thought half of it was was technically was was easy from the jump combinations. One yeah. rhythm section was pretty simple, right? A 2-3-3 uh, yeah. three, three, or a 3-3-2. Three, three, But Uh that other rhythm section out of the first turn there, man, that gave a a lot of guys made mistakes on that rhythm section. And from what I saw, it looked like they were carrying a lot of speed in there. They were going over essentially like a, like a quad, kind of over the top of that tabletop. Uh Um, And then in the middle there, it kind of looked like some of those rhythms, the, the spacing was tight. A lot of the the stuff was tight this weekend, I thought. Um, And you know, that's what we saw. We saw Austin go down. We saw uh, Jalit go down in that rhythm section. There was there was some there was and there was a lot of close calls in that rhythm section, along with the dirt that we heard from all the riders. You know, very inconsistent. It looks like it's tacky. It looks a little bit sandy on TV, and then all of a sudden, you know, they they lose traction. So, um, very technical weekend, and we saw it bite some guys big time.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure it did, and it, it was wild for a while. For a while there. Um, and, and just getting right into it, to the 450 re, uh, race recap uh, and, and the Boxo breakdown portion of our uh, of our show today, like I would say, probably three quarters of the way through that 450 main event RV, I'm like, oh man. This is going to be one of those races like what 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 might have been had Eli Tomac not gone down, had Ken Rockson not gone down. There was so much chaos ensuing uh, from those guys, and they really I, – I feel like they had a good chance to do really well, um, but they also came back from a long way. But um, I just think of Jet Lawrence, and RV dude, you know how hard it is to be in a situation like that where basically – it's. It, I mean, everything is a formality at this point. He's gonna win the race, and then he, dude, just straight up makes a mistake. And what we're watching yep. is Jet. He he gets uh, loses his balance. Looks like as he's tripling and lands on, on onto a tough block. And you know, I, I know this is this is. He's just gonna have to chalk this up as a, another rookie mistake. But at the same time, dude, you know better than anyone. Rarely are you in this position, uh, and it's so hard to be where you have that lead like that. I mean, what was your thoughts when you saw that?
3: Just, I mean, like I said, that <laughs> rhythm section there had was yeah. was catching guys off guard all day through through time practices, and then also throughout the main events and qualifiers. Um, yeah, like you said, came in there, seat bounced over that over that um, tabletop three, and and landed and. Le- Look, maybe a little bit of cross-rudded, off balance, and as you see right here, as he goes over, a little his leg comes off. He makes an adjustment in the air, but wasn't able to make an enough of an adjustment to get him off those Yamaha tough blocks over there. So, um, ended up putting him down. In a, I mean, call it a critical situation. It's not very often that you, you know, that that um, you know you he have in the lead. You know, you have a lead, you're in a good position, and and it just chalk it up to a stupid mistake. You know. Um, that was, was uh, I guess, uncharacteristic of, of Jet.
2: Yeah, I think at this point, you know, I, I don't think there's no reason he needs to try or his team needs to try to reinvent the wheel. Um, you know, you went from hero to zero really quick, but it, it's a learning lesson. I feel like he has learned from all the situations that he's been in. And to your point, I just think it's just one of those things. Um, but, yeah, it was certainly out of pocket, I think, for a guy of that caliber, no doubt. Definitely a costly mistake. And, I mean, he lost a lot of points also, uh, which leads me to a great question. Um, Savannah Leach, 94, uh, asked, why is Freezy so uh, – I think she it she frequently involved in racing incidents – with other riders this year. Um, Like what, what do you think in that situation? (laughs) What do you think Freezy should have done? Uh, Should, should he have been more aware? I mean, what, what do you, what's your claim right here?
3: I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to chalk this up to being um, freeze held his line all the way through the whoops. Um, As You see right here, you have jet and you have coop behind him drastically coming into the whoops. Um, As you jump that double, your eyes automatically go from the landing to into the whoops. He should have seen that coming. Um, the only, I said this, the only option he had was is if he could have got up next to coop um, as at the entry of the whoop section, but he still yeah. wasn't, he was behind him as he entered into those whoops. And I don't know what, you know, I mean, if, if put it this way, freeze would be in a whole lot of, you know, issues if he would have if he saw the blue flag and started to peel right because he would have peeled right right into Cooper, right? So um he did what he was supposed to do in that scenario. He held his line and Jet basically ran into the back of him. Maybe he didn't think that that Vince was going to slow up so much into the inside and just kind of roll around the inside. But he's still going triple, triple, triple through the whoops and then he singles in and jet runs into the back of him. Um I another costly uh, call it. Let's call it rookie mistake. mistake. There was nowhere yeah. to go.
2: Yeah, and then he then he got. Let's see here. There goes Tomac by him. Uh, AP gets by him. He ends up what? He ends up fourth. But I agree with you. Like at least halfway through the whoops, because you're looking pretty far ahead at that point. And he had to. I mean, yeah. He. I mean, I'm sitting here like thinking, like, how did you not see him? And I, I just think maybe just poor timing. Um enough of our talk we got a little sound on tape and he tells us he uh jet says he talks about it roll the tape silly mistake i should have
3: seen the lap was gonna stop and i just just didn't think enough far ahead another learning curve
2: for me and uh no on the daytona excited race there boom there you go go. go. no he's right it just wasn't looking far enough ahead and i don't know maybe Maybe looking back, he was anticipating, but that was jet and on his comment and in the heat of the moment. But definitely a costly one, for sure. Um, yeah, I was surprised by that. I was, I really was. To your point, like I, I, I mean, sitting here, I, it's easy for us to say what we would have done, but definitely, I was surprised. Like in the moment when I saw that. So
3: mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a racing incident. You, you needed to look look farther ahead and anticipate what was going to happen and uh, didn't do that. And that's what we, like I yeah. said, costly mistake. We're look, I'm looking at points right now up on my, up on my board. I got 135 and, and yeah. one, you know, my uh, coop three down. So, yeah. um, you know, Aaron Plessinger, seven down, chase eight down, Eli 13. Eli's still in the mix here, guys. I mean, hey, he's 13 down, right? Best he, best is phenomenal. he is.
2: Hey, we talked about it last week on the show. And uh, I loved what you had to say. It's like you know, and you basically you proved Eli proved your point. What you were talking about last week, RV on on yeah. on, on the pod is like, hey, you're going to give him to at least Daytona. He's still inside of of twenty points. So now he gained uh, in points this weekend. So he strengthened his championship position and this is super important i think how well he rode definitely beast mode ride for sure and i want to get your thoughts on it but what a what a great way a great momentum uh builder going into a track where he is the winningest rider of all time at uh, at daytona supercross um yeah. dude he's got to have a ton of confidence and i think I think he's going to be one of the favorites this weekend, dude. Like, what was your, what was your, give me your, uh, give us your analysis on ET and his ride and, and what you saw from the two time champ this weekend?
3: I mean, I saw a great recovery, right? In in the first part of that yeah. race, showed uh, early on in our recap video that we're watching currently is you know w- jumped a little deep. Um, wash the front end out real quick. Goes up, hits the tough blocks, but was able to recover right here for the fan folks that are watching. Lands deep, pushes the front wheel right there. Just really quick action. Um, catch, you know, catches you off guard, unexpected. He was not expecting the front wheel to do that, um, and then it just pitched pitch them pitch up off the high side there. But uh, he was able to recover. He was, he came through the pack. He made passes, like he said in the press conference, um, and and his speed. I believe he had the fastest lap time, um, if not really close to the fastest lap time in the, in that main event. And, um, I think this is what we were all waiting for and looking for was this ride from Eli. And we're not even to let's call it his best track, right? Daytona. Like we had talked last week on the show, I'm giving him, we both agreed. Let's we're giving him to till Daytona. Um, and this right here, what we saw out of out of Arlington, out of Dallas, was exactly what he needed for the to start to start this trajectory and the that confidence and getting back in the swing of things of being one of the fastest, if not the fastest guy, um, you know, on Saturday night, rolling into Daytona. So I think it's I think we're gonna see some good things from Eli. I, dude, thirteen out. Um, I'm I'm saying I'm calling it that he's he will be in the mix. Down to the last round in this series.
2: I like it. There you got it, uh, Aaron. Mark that and uh, mark that little sound bite right there. So we got it uh, going into Denver and uh, Salt Lake City. Uh, Saint Nico, three three three. Was Tomac ever so fired up in an interview before? Uh, roll the sound on tape, dude. This was so awesome. He, I, you can tell this guy is super like pissed and heated, and he's tired yeah. of the smack yeah. talk and the disrespect. Go for it, Aaron. I'm just, I'm sick of people calling me the old guy, so uh, I'm just warming up, I'm getting better, I'm coming, so I'm ready to get going, and uh, yeah, second will do for tonight. And I've, I've kind of just like, I've heard it the whole season, you know, and I just, I know I'm not like there yet, and, um, but I don't know, maybe some people are right, I haven't won it overall yet, but one thing's for sure is I have improved, and I'm getting better. Um, so yeah, I'm ready, ready to, you know, put up the fight in this last half, and uh you know maybe show some of the young guys that they're still young that's right (laughs) yeah i mean dude like you talked about it um we 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 all have on this podcast and uh, you know about some of the the just the lack of respect that the guy has gotten i think from from some keyboard warriors and and listen eli has started slow in the past But uh, I'm with you. I think he's getting the ball rolling. He was at the star facility testing, made some big improvements. His results spoke for themselves here this weekend. Um, uh, I like this next question. Um, It comes from Danny Bolton. Uh, If they both started up front, does Eli have the speed to run with Jet? I RV this weekend for sure I think I think that I think he does and I think he does going into Daytona also do you do you think that he does do you think that that ET can run with Jet if they start 1 2
3: Yeah I I, I do agree I I I agree I think it has to if you if you call it early in the season ask me that I would say no he didn't but with 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 um the rides the improvements that we're seeing from Eli and then obviously here at uh, this last Saturday night at Arlington Um, he rode really, really well. And I think he's, he's on form and look, it might not be every single weekend, but, and it might be vice versa too. And Eli being fast one weekend and jet being fast as we, as this season kind of comes down to rolls down to being closer to the end. Um, I think that, that yes, he does have, uh, the speed to run with jet. And I think it would be an all out dog fight. Um, if they all, if they both show up, with their a game on on uh on the any particular weekend. Now, if you get somebody guy off like he dealt with arm pump, he was he mm-hmm. dealt he said that at uh, on on the on the press conference um I believe mm-hmm. this weekend's press conference of of what he really really struggled with, and he had said that he goes I got flat out got lapped, um yeah. you know, and it's it, it, and and yeah you can't when you when you do blow up when your arms blow up like that, there's really there's really nothing you can do because the only only way to get that arm pump to go away is to re literally legitimately stop and and stretch that thing out and and and, uh, and stop the motorcycle and, and take the hands off the bars right. So in that position, he did what he did. He salvaged points and, and you know after Arlington with being only 13 down now, um, I'm gonna say yes, he can run he can run that speed with Jet.
2: Boom. There you go, Danny. That was a good question. I, I totally agree with the, what Arby said. I, I, I'm i looking for a battle this weekend. I really hope uh, that we get all these guys up front and that Eli gets up front uh, to early, just, just to see. We know what Coop can do, which leads us to uh, Coop, a hell of a ride for him. Um, he was less than impressive throughout practice. I mean, you could just tell he, he didn't have the raw speed that he needed. He's pretty vocal um on the podium about uh you know how he broke through and what was going on through his night uh at the same time though rv this doesn't surprise me i mean this guy is an absolute warrior mentally i think he's one i think uh, myself i think he's one of the 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 strongest dudes mentally uh on that gate right now uh mm-hmm. i think he always has been for the most part uh but especially right now uh this year do you do you think do you think the same or what
3: uh, I, well I do. I think his, his, the start, like, you know, he's one of those riders that is, that has shown in the past that he started off a little bit slow. Um, and, and this year, um, the switch over from star Yamaha, obviously things seem, seems like things are gelling better with him. And, and he's, he's kept himself in the game every weekend, even if it's not knocking down the wins. like he just got his very first win of the season. Um, and, uh, I believe it's the very, very first win of the season. Um, but nonetheless, he, he it hasn't been like he, he hasn't won a lot of races, right? So um, I think that 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 he he's coming on strong. He's another one that we're, that's going to run down because we know, you know, watching in from past championships and past series, um, the kid's a fighter, and he's going to run run it down to the end. So with the, the with the perfect storm, if you call it that, we have brewing right now with with the, all of our top. Five being so close and in championship contention. Um, you know, it comes down to some of these guys just uh, just having, like you said, he wasn't great in practice, but he found something for that main event. And, yeah. and I think it's also a confidence thing. You know, like I, you give these guys an inch, they're going to take a mile. Um, and, and that's what I mean by the confidence is, yes, it could be a little just a little step up but you give him an inch they're gonna start taking taking a lot right out of out of of the scenario so um I like I like what I'm seeing from him it's it's he's he's gonna be he's gonna be a hard competitor to beat
2: yeah he talks about um we got some sound on tape and he basically talks about uh how he feels this year feels like his other championship years listen to what Coop says this year doesn't feel like any of the other years to be honest I mean I've I've ridden, I feel like the best I have all year and, and I don't have as many podiums or wins as maybe as I did at this point before. So it's a stat class. The field is really, really deep, a lot of fast guys and you have to be on your A game. And I think you've seen we've all been kind of all over a little bit. So, uh, it's, it's a, it's an awesome feeling to get a win and to be back closer in the points and just kind of reestablish things and get some confidence moving forward. And, um, like you said, headed east and headed to some places I really enjoy. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, he says it. He says it right there.
1: While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook with innovations like developing a tire using 75 percent recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today for generations to come, because that's what really matters. Bridgestone solutions for your journey.
2: Dude, I thought uh, I thought Aaron Plessinger did well. He really did. Just kind of got shuffled back. I mean, and, and again, had had Eli not been on a tear, for sure, he would have been. He would have gotten second, most likely. But it's so hard, as you know, to stop Eli on a night like that. So uh, I was really stoked to uh, to see AP bounce back from Glendale. And honestly, he's he is a new guy. I've seen what this is. That was round seven. We've seen him be in a in a crap position and had and he's had enough bounce back moments this season that uh, I think he's here to stay. I think he's here to stay for the championship. And um, he's a championship favorite along with 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 the other guys. So uh I mean you if you got yeah, anyone else you want to talk about I mean do you Oh well, I mean this?
3: back to AP you know he's only 7 out and AP hasn't had a start of a 450 any uh, that I can remember maybe I'm wrong correct me if I'm wrong but um this is the best start to his to any one of his 450 careers um you know AP 7 down um Yeah look, I mean day. just
2: look at the points I mean what mm-hmm. we are treated to yeah, I mean exactly it's gnarly, like, and so it's anyone's game, straight up. It, it is anybody's
3: no. game. It is anybody's game. And I think that having AP in this scenario, this in the position that he's in right now, to your point of he's here to stay, I believe he's kind of found his, I think the bike's working well, that him and the him and the team are jiving well. Um, and every weekend he's, you know, he might not be winning the race and he might not be on the box, but he's right there. And it's, he's put himself in a position that he's only seven points out of this championship. And like I said, he hasn't been in this position before. So I, I think we, we, we're seeing a new AP kind of finding himself in this, in this 450 class.
2: Yep. Yep. No doubt. Um, moving along and I, I know we're gonna spend some 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 time on this next subject, but uh for the United Motorsports moment of the night obviously uh it's gotta be austin forkner's crash uh we got some tape on here uh and before we break it down and and give our analysis, Aaron, if you could just run uh run it here so you see no. this is uh yeah i mean from from you watched you watched the broadcast r v like what yeah. What was your initial thought? Were you ex- like, I mean, you never expected him to do something like that. I'm not guessing, but did you, I mean, like, yeah. What, what did you think of it?
3: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's terrible to see. Um, shows you how gnarly the sport is. Uh, but we, you know, I think he rushed that rhythm section. And what, what I mean by rushed is he came in with really good speed. He came in hot. He wheelied over that single. Um, and then you, you, you basically quad over the top of that. And that rhythm section, like when I started, when we started the show, it, it really gave a lot of, a lot of dudes trouble, um, you know, throughout the, uh, you know, qualifiers and the main events and, and he tagged it, he tagged it. And I, my personal belief is he, he didn't, wasn't ready for it. Like he wasn't aware that he was going to case it that bad. And that's why I think why he, you saw his, his body and weight transfer, um, and he wasn't able to keep up with when it threw his body forward. We, I think we have a replay of Hunter casing it also. Um, Aaron, if you want to run that right now, that he was able to, um, he knew that he was going to case it. He was ready for it. And he kind of breaks and, and, and sucks it up and and only goes double, triple into the turn. We'll watch right now in slow-mo. He, he cases it probably worse um a little bit more inside, but he was able he was aware of 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 the of of him coming up short and hanging the rear wheel on it and and Austin um you know about the same but I I don't think he was aware that it was gonna be that um, catastrophic, right? And I think um that's one of the as that makes a great rider and a good rider is knowing not the consequences but what can happen in a scenario like that. You know, you either got, there's two things you can do. You can either really suck it up with your legs and use a little bit of brake and kind of, and kind of take, scrub some speed off, or you can land in that scenario knowing you're going to case it and almost use it as a whoop and almost land on the gas and, and, and kind of jump off of it and, and get that forward push through when you case it. Now you're going to bottom out really hard on that next takeoff. And he still might've had to go double instead of triple. Um, but I think that mm-hmm. would have saved him. But ultimately, I don't think he was a, aware of his, his surroundings or aware of how bad he was going to, to case it. And that's why all that weight transfer threw him forward.
2: Yeah, I, I like I was in such a tough moment there. I, well, number one, I couldn't believe what I was seeing because these are the moments like – and and this isn't this isn't going to be fun for me to talk about RV, but we're not doing our job. And and if, if we don't if we don't do this and break it down and explain what 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 happened, why it happened and, and how do you avoid situations like this again? And these are the scenarios that we wanted to see Austin Forkner in and how he would react. Right. This is mm-hmm. like, okay. Deegan was behind him the whole time. Deegan lost some time, pulled back in, fell back a couple bike lengths or a second, but he was still there. And he had to, he had to, he had to roll. Like you know, the pressure was there. And if he slowed up anymore, Hayden was definitely going to get on his rear tire and probably try to make a move for the uh, for the lead. So, and and I hate, I hate, I hate saying this, but he failed. He failed at. Being better in that position, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and and to what to what you said, everyone knew that that section was gnarly. Everybody yes. knew what was at stake there, and sometimes you have to slow down to go faster. And again, it's not ideal when when you, when you have to do that, especially when you're being pressured. But you 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 have to know what you can get away with. And yeah. to your point, I think you broke it down right. He he came into that section with way more speed than he needed to and he blew through it didn't get the didn't get the lift that he needed and yeah, yeah he wasn't able to stop his feet came off the foot pegs and the left and his left hand came off the handlebar and he just all his weight went forward and he was along for the ride at that point but i mean at what stage do you just say okay i know i have to slow down get checked up and then preload the bike enough to get the pop that I can to make sure that I backside that tabletop, you know, and that's, that's one of those moments like you talked about RV is that you, you've got to know that you've got to know that you got to know that line and you have to have the discipline to do the right things in the crucial part of of the race and, and at the perfect time. And unfortunately he didn't. and, you know, like you people can blame the track, they can blame the section. I saw some I saw oh, some yeah. comments about that was a dangerous section. Okay, well we we've cut the whoops down to <laughs> only nine. We've gotten rid of dragons ba- dragon backs. When do, when does it stop? Yeah. Like at what, what what stage do we just say go slower on the motorcycle?
3: Yep, that's uh, who's is that Hamaker there? Big that was a big mistake by that. you know, very similar uh McAdoo, sorry. That was McAdoo.
2: Yeah, uh, McAdoo. McAdoo. Yeah. With a
3: very similar that rhythm section caught people out all every, all day. And that was a very and why I say that you saw a video, you saw it over and over and over it catching guys off guard. And when you walk the track and or after practice when you're seeing that, like um that is something that you have to be aware of. Like um I can always remember uh, Randy Lawrence and Eldon. We'd go to Phoenix, for example, and Phoenix always the track was one of those tracks that could catch you off guard. There was always some the dirt specific, specifically could catch you off guard, and the rhythm, certain rhythm sections. that seemed the way they built the tracks during that era of when I was racing, there was a the very um, uncharacteristic mistakes can happen to you know, and that was a to me that was a pretty straightforward forward rhythm section. Um, Yep. The guys were coming in because of the long straightaway kind of coming in, and then they had to wheelie over that roller. Um, you know, Judging your closing rate into that takeoff is one thing that um, I think was made it tough for those guys. But look, we're racing Supercross. This is the highest level of two-wheel motorsports on dirt. Um, we can't be just make here's there's McAdoo right there. Very similar, um, very, very similar um, to what happened to Austin, but he was able to save it uh, here's the other replay of, of, of Hunter doing it. But my point is, is, is we can't adjust the track. Um, every time somebody crashes, it is what it is. You need to get smarter. You need to get better. Um, I even saw somebody like, how can we have concrete still on the side of the track? Well, what do you want there? I mean, I monster cup, I did something very similar to Austin. Um, when I landed out on the flat, I'd missed the Joker lane later on the flat, uh, same thing knocked out. Um, it was uh, the the dirt versus the concrete. There's really no difference on on the pad, right? They've been running excavators, loaders, dozers on it. It might as well be concrete. Um, we can't fix everything, or that failed, and 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 dirt works can't fix everything. They do the best job that they can, and it comes down to the riders need to be better and and be um, make better decisions. Make, make better, better decisions. Be more aware. Yep. Exactly.
2: I, I did, yeah uh I hate it for for Austin I hate it for um uh, Mitch the whole program and you know there were definitely Austin certainly had better qualities uh and was doing better I feel like as a writer but it's still it, it's it you it, it's the same it's the same result at the end of the day it's, it's the, the same. same result yeah it's the, it's the same result same kind of scenario Uh, so hopefully everything will be okay with Austin. The other
3: thing, Ricky is he already had done it. Let's throw it out there. He had already done it 50 times prior to that. Let's call it through practice, um, through the qualifier and through, I mean, I think he crashed with like two minutes and roughly around two minutes, 30 to go or two, two, two something. Um, it was closing down to, 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 to white flag. Um, he had already jumped that jump X amount of times. Um, to, so to me, that is uh, either a brain fart, brain fade, mistake, um, because he showed that he did it perfectly up until that point.
2: Yeah. Um, moving on, uh, Hayden, I thought did a great job. Um, I, you know, people are gonna people are hating on him big time, dude. Like it's so gnarly as as I'm sure you've seen. Uh, but before we get on there, uh, Boober on board asks. Was Danger Boy's celebration in poor taste when he gained his lead by the misfortune of Forkner and Forkner still being attended to on track by the doc? Uh, Roll the sound on tape.
3: The nerves are always there the whole race, you know. It was just trying for me just to hit my marks every lap, like not make one mistake. And that's honestly... Which I think this 250 class lacks is consistency, and not and these guys make a lot of mistakes. So if you can be the guy to not make these mistakes, I mean, I mean, that that's pits you up front, right? I mean, Jet Lawrence, uh, came in, won, went to the 450 class quick. He didn't spend a lot of time here. He was consistent and up front and not making a dumb move. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you just want to be consistent. I'd say, and the nerves were there, but you know, first win. I've led some races, so it wasn't too bad.
2: Again, the people are gonna hate him for that comment. But he's I, I can't say anything wrong about I can't I can't I can't debate anything that he just said because those those are harsh words, but those are rea- words of reality. In the in the world R V that I believe you and I were raised on and grew up and and how we raced and how our approach to winning races was, no?
3: I mean, yeah, no, I, 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 I look, I've, I've, I've heard that, um, you know, uh, multiple times now where, where, you know, people are saying he's cocky or he's, he's this, he's that. I mean, also, does he have a, does he have a little bit of a cocky, maybe smart ass kind of vibe to him? Oh
2: yeah, he does.
3: I, I think he does. <laughs> um, rightfully so though, he, he, he. He has brought everything to the table that he um, that he spoke about, right? With the SMX championship, um, and now he's just got his very first win, um, second race in. He's he's he he was sitting 19 down. Um, now we're he he's sitting um, what's he seven or eight out uh, roughly? Aaron, do we have the 250 points? Um, yeah, yeah, we have him sitting uh, seven down, right? So he was 19. Uh, are, are some of those are, uh, I think what people don't like too, is he's very straightforward. He says he, he puts it out there. There's, there's no gray area with Hayden. Um, and people need to just kind of get used to that. I, I don't think see anything bad with that. And number one, he just, he put himself in that position to win that he, he, he could have been, uh, you know, pushing the limits and and, and went down. He didn't. He wrote a, a, a phenomenal race. He was closing in on Austin. He lost a little ground. He closed back in, and then Austin had that mistake. Um, the kid's the real deal. He's here. If you don't like him, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I like our sport needs the different characters um, and 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 the different uh, uh, mentalities. Um uh, and the different the different way of thinking. You know, we all can't just be cookie cutter robots, um, you know, and the and the kid is working his um backside off to to put himself in this position.
2: Yep. So boober on board, uh, great question. Um listen, I, I think that his podium, in my opinion, I think his podium speech uh was was okay. Um, like some people, you know, a lot of people think he didn't have enough compassion. He wasn't being, um,
3: but what's uh, the compassion? I mean, this is this light, like, like, once again, or is giving the, enough uh, grace, like, yeah, like
2: would, I, I don't know. How
3: many times did you, how many times were you in that position, Ricky, where you were either leading or chasing down the lead and you had a massive cartwheel, let's call it. Um, or vice versa, you were chasing down James or I was chasing yeah. down James and there's this huge crash. Yeah. I mean, it sucks to see. Uh, we never want to see anybody get hurt, but on the inside, you know what? We're kind of looking I'm like, there. Hell yeah, I
2: won. I'm like on dude, the
3: inside. I'm like, you're like, hey, I just made up points. The points leader went down. I mean, nobody like I said, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt, but oh. um, and 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 have a massive crash like that. But on the other side of it, the, the the Hayden's goal is the championship, and he's sitting sitting in a better position than he was before he started Dallas. Um, yeah. And when he leaves there, he's not thinking about what Austin, what just happened to Austin. And number no. one, you shouldn't think about what happened to Austin because that could happen to you the next time out. So the last thing you want to do is put that in your head. Oh, I can't do what he did, or you know, have all these this outside noise. No, no, no. As a racer, you shut, you block everything out, and 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 you go racing.
2: Well, and also too, I don't know that there that maybe they're not maybe the people aren't considering of. Have you, have you thought maybe how, what was going through Hayden's mind? Dude, it's his first Supercross race that he's ever won, his first main event. Yeah. That is something that you win, you you know, for you'll remember forever. It happens uh, once. You, remember, you remember your first Supercross win. I remember my first Supercross win. Nothing is as special as doing things like that for the first time. So he had that going on. Has anyone ever considered, and I know this was his his strategy because I asked, what the strategy was, and he told me exactly, like, has, has anyone considered this, that maybe his strategy played out the, the exact way that he was hoping it would play out? Like, he knew that he needed to slow down a little bit and make no mistakes on the racetrack or minimal mistakes and not big mistakes. And if he was behind Austin, follow Austin, pressure Pressure. him and see if he would crack like he has the last five years. And dude, like, so everything that he did was exactly how he played it played itself out. Like he was gonna pressure him and see if Austin wanted it, was gonna buckle. He did, uh, Hayden did tell me he's bummed, he's bummed and disappointed that that happened to him. He was thinking like maybe he'd, that, um, Austin would wash the front end out or something like that. It would be that kind of slip up. But at the end of the day, like dude, like consider what this guy's going through. I mean, like, I, I don't at the end I don't think that uh that that Hayden is a bad person or he's or he's not a compassionate person or he's not like you know, he's not thinking about others. Of course of course he is. I think he's a good person at heart, but just because he's stoked and 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 everything, all things considered of what went down. I mean, give the, guy a, give the guy a little bit of wiggle room here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles on a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Some notables. I think that um, uh, we haven't talked about him, and he's had a rough go at it. Uh, Nick Romano. um, He got some good hole shots this weekend, and I, I think after... A guy like that getting some starts and running up front, I think that I think we might see a little more of him because of that. I think those type of rides are good for riders like that who's been down and has has come across some injuries. I think. I
3: I, I agree. Like um, I don't think the main event wasn't uh, super stellar for. Let me see. I'm looking for him right now. Um, wasn't super stellar for him. But no. qualifier, he rode, he rode really well. I actually said that, um, on, on the, on the title 24 group text, you know, I was rewatching, um, and for a guy that I know ACL surgery, um, off the bike for, for quite a while, he got 12th in the main event. So not, not terrible. Um, but his heat race ride was, was really well. He, he, he showed like he had been out there for, for multiple times, um, uh, uh, in racing, you know, uh, you know, supercrosses, and, and he, he, he rode well. He had the speed, um, so I was I was impressed with his heat race. So I think there's some good things to come from from Nick Nick Romano. Uh, Romano also, yeah,
2: yeah, and and just to clarify too, you know, like Hayden, I mean, he said he said it on the he said I hate that happened to Austin. I wanted to battle him. I mean, just yeah. he he said that. I mean, and I think, dude, honestly, I think he is a com- the type of competitor that probably wishes he didn't Austin didn't crash you because I think he I think he's a dog dude I think he wants to wear you down that's my my opinion on on Hayden and I, I think uh, you know I think that yep. that's how he wants it I just think he's that tenacious so uh, uh, moving along max Anstey, yeah. dude that 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 team deserves some credit the whole crew over there on uh, that firepower Honda team um, Marty team manager works his butt off you can see Max Anstey really likes and appreciates how well uh, um, Marty has done Martin Davos has done as, as team managers uh, does mm-hmm. it, is it a surprise to you that Max is and that team has the red plate right now
3: honestly I mean from his la- it w- if you didn't have a year like he did last year um, with 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 Marty in and, and, and the team um, yes, I would be surprised, but man, he, he came out last year and surprised, um, surprised mm-hmm. me and a lot of people. And right now he's sitting with a four point lead with 38, um, total points, you know, um, putting himself in a, in a, in a really good position. I, I love, like I've said it on the show, I love the guy's interviews. He, he's, he's a happy guy. He's, he's awesome to listen to when he's, when he's doing his interviews, he gives a great interview. Um, you know, so look the he's 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 one of the older older guys out in this in this field um, of of uh, of young guns and and um, don't count don't count him out because he's got the skills and he definitely is is mature and um, he's got the speed also so I see it coming down to him um, you know if he can hold this together that's one thing that I think that he's going to have to do is, is minimize having a big mistake um, at one of these, one of these weekends, a a crucial mistake that's going to, you know, you know, like a, let's call it a sixth through eighth or 10th, you know, we need to, he needs to minimize those and he will, if he can put himself in this, um, in this championship fight down to the end, um, Mm -hmm. that'll be Mm -hmm. really cool to see because you got, you know, the likes of guys like Hayden Deegan, Young Gunn um you know Austin's out now but you have uh Dax Bennett sitting third Pierce Brown sitting second you know so a lot of these younger guys maybe the old dog's gonna could pull it out which would be pretty cool to see
2: yeah for sure hey um i want to give a shout out to the owl. um you, yep. you you did you didn't see it but um dude in practice he took marley oh here you go look at that that's in practice watch watch the screen right here look at him just lawn dart That's on that section, same section. I was Uh, just
3: going to say that's the same rhythm section that got Austin out, you know, so um, I'd like Dude, I didn't even
2: think he was going to race.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know um, what, you know, if you ask the riders or, uh, you know, not that we're going to find out now, obviously, but uh, what was so from their point? I didn't hear it in the press conference. I didn't hear it on the podium. What was so um, different or difficult, or was that rhythm section just so easy? It was it was easy to just easy to uh, to rush and get in there with uh, you know too much speed because it, like I said, it caught a lot of dudes off in uh, it, all day and in, even into the night shows.
2: Yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to know that uh, we'll do a little more homework uh, and and get get some answers for you guys on that. That was a, it it would be, it would be interesting to know because yeah, a lot of people, I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot from the riders about, dude, that was gnarly. That that should have been taken down, you know, like what's going on. No. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. I mean, just me sitting here, old retired dude and you like, it was a pretty difficult and tricky section. They come around, they had the wheelie. Get the get the front end, put the front end down at the right spot. Boom! Hit that hit that um, single jump that didn't have a lot of a lot of lift to start with. So it was just a difficult and tricky tricky um, you know tricky section. Yeah, section. And you think about it. I mean, how many times do you hear riders say, "Dude, no one can do anything different. Everything's the same." Well, you get look, then you go put something like that, and then everyone's fired up because. Oh, it's too dangerous. So, like,
3: and here's the other thing, Ricky. If it would, uh, if it was too dangerous, the other option line that actually wasn't too bad. I saw Kenny doing it. I saw Hunter uh, do it um, once or twice. Was yeah. instead of going all the way over the tabletop, you go onto the tabletop off, and then you finish your combinations on the way out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that substantially is a much safer option. Um, yep. it's a lot shorter of a jump. It's much, it's just an easier option to jump onto the tabletop, than go over. Um, and right. these riders have the options. And once again, that's why I said, um, <laughs> I'm so with you. I'm aware of the situation. If the track's going away, you have to make those adjustments, um, yeah. you know, to, to keep yourself out of those situations.
2: Yep. All right. Uh, the second season in running, uh, this is a time where we like to give stuff away or I say, we, but uh, Quad Lock question of the week this week uh, the winner is J Pro 11. J Pro 11, thanks for uh, being a loyal listener to Title 24 and tuning in whether you're viewing or watching. J Pro 11 asks, talk about the balance between planning slash looking ahead versus what's in front of you. Now I'm gonna assume that that means the situation that, um, that jet was in um, on the last lap when he ran into the back of Vince Friese or, or, and I'm going to assume that maybe he's talking about planning something like on that, on that first rhythm section since uh, uh, that, that section. What, what, um, what, what do you, what do you, what do you think? What's your view? What do you you. do?
3: Well, so uh...
2: the balance, what's the balance?
3: There is a balance. There's a, there's a balance of looking at how far you're going to look forward, and there is there is like a happy medium. You can't be looking way out in front. You can't be looking down at your your front fender. But I think what makes a difference between a great rider and a good rider is being able to manage all three or four of those. So looking forward, your closing rate on these riders, or the rhythm sections, or or you know whatever we're talking about, the, your closing rate, your speed coming into whatever your obstacles in front of you. Um, and then the third thing is being able to, what are you going to do with that information? Um, how are you going to adjust? Like we, we use jet, for example, um, the closing rate onto Vince freeze was, was substantial. Um, he was in that line, obviously he had said he didn't look far enough forward. Um, so I, I, I think what do you do with that information is what makes a really great racer and rider, um, So to answer the question, I think you have to have a little bit of everything. And that's, I think the biggest critical part is, is what do you do with the information? How can you you switch lines with this, literally with it in a split second? How how can you um, know that you're going to clip that jump? For example, like, you know, and these, they're almost instinctual things. You spend so much time on the motorcycle um, and I think you have to be you have to be taught that too, as, as a younger rider, like, Hey, you can't slam into these walls. You can't clip that too much, you know, like all these things um, have to be brought to your attention as, 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 as you're developing um, uh, and coming up through the ranks um, is, is the biggest thing, you know, and I think some guys have it and some guys don't, you know, sometimes Hampshire is a great example. Um, I think he, he, he's has two of the three. I don't think he sometimes knows what to do with, um, that split second decision, right? Um, and then is it the right decision that you, if you do have the time and you do make a decision, what is it the right, was it the right move?
2: Yeah. Great, great champions. They always have a plan for almost any situation possible and then be because of that. And then, and they have the right balance also, uh, they, they have the right plans so they know in, the, in said rhythm lane RV, you know this, you knew exactly how you were going to approach it. If it was a gnarly section and you were getting hounded, dude, I'm guessing you're just going to take your medicine and you are going to do that, that section so you won't make a mistake or you can do it and, and, and not crash. And if you're not faster than your competitor, then you get overtaken. But, you, you know, you're going to live to fight another day. And that's what I think great champions do. They know, okay, the whoops are going to be gnarly tonight, so I'm going to commit to jumping through them, or I'm going mm-hmm. to commit to this line. And you, you know, you you roll scenarios through. And uh, you know, a, a lot of a lot of sometimes people say, "Oh, this rider is so unlucky." And nine out of ten times, for me speaking, for myself personally, any time that i I, you know, something happened to me. It wasn't because it was, it was just bad luck. Nine out of 10 times, I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. I did something wrong. To me, bad luck, RV, is like you're going down the rhythm section and then some dude is, comes the opposite way and jumps, jumps into you. That,
3: that that's is, bad luck.
2: <laughs> that is bad luck, right? Yes. But when you crash on your own, you did something wrong. That's, yes. that's not bad luck. Nine yeah. out of ten times, right?
3: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> a bike blowing up, a rider jumping off track and hitting you. If the bike transmission goes out, the chain breaks, yeah. those are bad luck things.
2: Yeah, um, if if you don't have a mechanical or someone doesn't hit you, I dude, it is your fault most of the time. It's not it's you know it's just
3: maybe maybe put it this way: it was the uh, you made a mistake. Maybe it's not your fault. Mistake yeah. is maybe a is a is more of a politically correct right. word um, for the folks That's that are right. listening to you. you. made a mistake, and to my point of what I had said, he had done. Let's use. We'll pull fifty. 50 yeah. He jumped the rhythm section fifty times. I'll pull that out of the cloud. He jumped it x amount of times prior to that and had no mm-hmm. issues, and then a mistake
2: happened. There you go. Yep. That's the quad lock question of the week. Congrats. J pro Baja 11, you know what to do slide into the direct message section of title 24, Instagram, JH, uh, our H a co-producer will get you uh, set up with quad lock and they will send you some swag and, uh, and, and, a whole bunch of their products. So we appreciate you. Um, and that was a great question. Uh, I love the in-depth analysis RV that you gave there. You are, uh, Freaking spot on. Uh, As far as uh, the Dunlop due diligence section of the show that we're going to talk about and look at next this week, I should say, not next week, this week, the track map for Daytona. It's going to be a good one. Aaron, throw it up there. Uh, This is the Dunlop due diligence section of the track. Uh, Completely different this year. The start's in the same spot, but it's going to be a nice sweeping uh, 180 corner when they sweep underneath the 180 corner. They're going to go under the tunnel, and this is going to be the first rhythm lane, somewhat uh, supercross style. Then we'll get back into the Daytona um, style of, of track, if you will, where it's that uh, you can see the dirt is the like natural natural terrain. You got some offsets. The track's going to go back and forth here, and uh, it's it's so when I say it was a big change. Uh, it's going the opposite direction as it has the last several years. Yep. I hope that section that the arrow just went through RV, that split lane works as well as it did a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, is sometimes that section is a crapshoot, you know, like as much as, uh, and as hard as you try to get it just right to where it's dead nuts even is is extremely hard. So hopefully we'll see that. Um, but this section up here coming up, RV. I don't know what you think about it, but this uh, sand, this gnarly deep sand. I love this. It's, it's something as easy as it seems like it would be. It always creates a whole bunch of chaos.
3: It does. It does. And I look. They <laughs> they actually didn't they didn't bring it into any of the turns, um, which I think will keep guys keep uh, some of the chaos down, but uh, man, the track looks technical. It looks long. Uh, this is the, the longest Supercross track we have, as everybody yeah. knows, Daytona. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to have uh, heart rates are going to be, it's going to be up there. But the, the one cool thing is, is they will go back to, because the lap time being so long, they will go back to going off of essentially, it'll be more closer to the laps. You know, it's still going yeah. to be 20 minutes. That's um right. But we, this actually Daytona would always work into our, into the disadvantage side for when we were actually on the laps, because we would still do 20 laps. And then your yep. time was, you know, up, you'd go up into the twenty-fives, twenty-eights time um, yep. uh, minute motos where mm-hmm. now it'll be actually, you know, 14 to 15 laps and it's still at the 20 minute mark. So um I'm always looking forward to Daytona because it's, it's, it's it, for us, for us racers, it's kind of like the. Um, I don't want to that's call it halfway point, but yeah, it's like the halfway point, right? Where when you leave Daytona, if you can stamp that race as as something good, either you made big strides with the motorcycle, or if you knock down the win and you leave there with the points, um, the points lead. Um, that's that's for some reason. Um, I think there's a stat actually. L- guys leaving Daytona with the points lead nine times out of ten win or something. So
2: yeah, 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 right. Hey, that's yep. what uh, Birdine twenty eight or uh, Birdine twenty eight was. Arlington the turning point for the season, or do you think Daytona will be RV? You just answered it. I am with you. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Arlington was. Uh, I think this week is uh, at from this point on after day from Daytona and and to the end of the uh, Supercross series. In Salt Lake, I think is where you really and I hate using this 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 saying, but uh, it 's where the cream rises to the top for sure. This is where you get into the nuts and bolts of it, and where the the strong survive it 's where you got to dig deep if you're having little injuries, you know you got to push through it, and you just got to find ways and and I think because this season and the championship is so tight, your execution is going to be so so important and uh i think that you're just going to see the consistency is going to tighten up a little bit i think the starts are going to tighten up uh a bit and and you're just going to really have to be spot on on your execution i believe
3: yep i i because as you said as these races start to click down, the the uh, if you have a mistake at Anaheim within the first say five rounds, you have you know it mentally in your head that you have you have some time to recover. Well, as it gets Daytona rolls around, and then as you're closing out the season, the mistakes become it's like they get put under a magnifying glass. You don't have the time to you know race back to the front. Now, if you put yourself in a bad position leaving Daytona, then you are forced, you're forcing them to make the mistake, like hoping they're going to make the mistake. So, Hey, I I need this guy to to fall or have a mechanical or this. You don't want to be in that position, leaving Daytona. You want to be the one that's, that's, that is leading, that is closing this series out um, in that, in, in the, in that winning position.
2: 100%. Um, If you guys didn't watch the um, SMX uh, insider post-race show where we gave you the TV schedule, We're going to throw it up here for you, and if you're bored and you can't make it to Daytona International Speedway, as you guys remember, always on Thursdays, SMX Insiders with Weege and JT, uh, that's at 2 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, and then uh, Saturday, 1.30, practice and qualifying will be live on Peacock. That's race day live, again, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time, and then the show show starts uh, to be live on Peacock, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you check that out. Looking forward to it. This is a special race. I think this is one of the ones that uh, most racers, if you ask them, if there's one that they want to win, it's it's it. W- this is one of the races, Daytona, just because of the history and and that place. RV, uh, you've done well there. Uh, yeah. myself, i done well, I just loved racing there. You're able to let it let it loose. It always came at like the right time of the season for me in Supercross, where I was ready to kind of like you know get, get, reach some higher speeds and just not have to be so precise. So uh, yep. that's it. You got uh, you got anything else for the boys or, or and girls? Everyone tuned in for title 24?
3: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm kind of on the fence and somebody they've asked me to come out. Maybe I'm like, ah, maybe I'll come out, but uh, we'll see. But no, it's, uh, I always love Daytona. Like you said, it's, it's a very historical race. It's one of the biggest ones to win. There's only one of them per, uh, you know, per season um, of this style of track um with this style of dirt um very technical the track gets rough um you know with the with you have some red clay mixed in and then you have that very dark dirt yeah. you need to be able to read multiple t- terrains and conditions and you, you you saw the beach sand the Daytona beach sand that they added in that massive straightaway um so I'm looking forward to it I'm stoked um I think that uh the turning point of both of our classes um the 250 and the 450 is going to be this weekend
2: that's right. Well, uh, before we go, thanks again to all of our uh, great sponsors: United Motorsports, Quad Lop Case, Foxo USA, and Dunlop Tires. I am. Uh, I'm going to go out here, cut some laps at the iconic um, Gatorback Cycle Park. Looking forward to that, and uh, looking forward to Daytona RV. This was a good one. Remember, um, if you guys are only doing the audio version of Title Twenty Four, we are on all. Um, podcast applications so make sure you download that and if you want to watch it we're on Motorsports on NBC's YouTube page and of course uh, on Peacock always and remember on Peacock it's on demand so if you want to watch last week's episode you can do that Uh, there was some great insight and RV calling some great stuff out but uh, nevertheless thank you guys uh, for all your support we love y'all the fan engagement has been through the roof I know that we don't answer everyone's only because I will say that a lot of the questions that you guys have, um, a lot of them are the same. So uh, it's it's not from a lack of us not getting back to you. But, yeah, we do get a lot of the same questions. So thank you, guys. We appreciate you all. And, RV, have a great week, my man. And I'm going to go try to keep the shiny side up up here.
3: That's right. Let's
2: see. see. Get out there, Ricky. (laughs) That's right, brother.
1: Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. When something happens to your car, you might say...